Hello, and welcome to this new episode of AOA Lessons and Orthopedic Leadership Podcast. Our listenership continues to grow as we focus on topics relevant to leaders in orthopedic surgery. Today, I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Dr. Charles Goldfarb, who will be wearing a different hat as our featured guest. Chuck needs no introduction, but I'll try to do him justice. He is a professor and executive vice chair at Washington University in the Hander Microsurgery Division. His clinical research and academic achievements are numerous, and he's made significant contributions to the field in his leadership roles, as well as subspecialty societies. Fairly impressively, he's able to maintain at least five or six social media accounts, as far as I can count, and there may be some more that are left unaccounted, and co-hosting another podcast with Dr. Christopher D., The Upper Hand. Today, we're going to highlight that he is the chair of this year's upcoming 2023 AOA annual meeting in Salt Lake City, Utah, and Dr. Goldfarb has taken on the task of creating a fantastic meeting for us. And we're going to go through the week and try to figure out why it's a great idea to come to Salt Lake City. Chuck, thanks for coming. And how's the planning been going so far? Well, thank you for the kind introduction. It's it's nice to be a guest on the podcast instead of the host, but I may have more work to do with this one. I, I would say the planning is coming along really well. It's a bit of a daunting task. Steve Frick did an amazing job last year for the meeting in Providence. And, you know, we have a great location, Salt Lake City, for the meeting in in June And we really do have an outstanding lineup that I think will appeal to all different types of orthopedic surgeons. And I think diving into it a bit will be fun. So so let's do just that. Yeah, let's uh, let's maybe start with kind of the highlights, you know, that the uh, Howard Steele lecture and the presidential speaker, I think, are probably two of the biggest highlights. Having been to a few AOA meetings now, people coming from all different kind of walks of life coming there. So let's maybe talk about Keith Embray, who is the uh, 2023 Howard Steele lecturer first. We are super excited to have Keith Embray as the 2023 Howard Steele Lecturer. I believe that Wayne Sebastianelli is our connection because Keith used to be at Penn State as an Assistant Athletics Director for Student Athlete Welfare and Development, and he is currently at the University of Utah as the ED&I Director for the Athletics Department. And so he is a great guy. He's going to have a lot to share with us. And I really look forward to learning from him. Our second special speaker is the presidential speaker. And that's Ryan McCombie, who is a retired United States Navy captain with over 26 years of service. He was previously the commanding officer for SEAL Team 2. And he has been involved at a leadership level with special operations. And really, again, Someone I'm super excited to learn from as Dr. Sebastianelli's presidential guest speaker. Those both sound great. And obviously, um, I think one of the highlights that we get from the AOA is people may be from a different perspective, you know, two non-orthopedic surgeons giving kind of the name lectures. You know, you mentioned DEI, Keith Embray and his, and his uh, focus with the University of Utah. This year, it looks like we're having the DEI think tank again. I think that was a new uh, initiative last year. Steve Frick's meeting. Can you highlight a little bit of some of the things we've learned from that and some of the things that maybe will be a good thing from this year's think tank? Absolutely. So it was very well attended last year and people continue to talk about it after the meeting. It was really great. And I look forward to attending again this year. It's a uh, moderated discussion, which is ideally going to culminate in actionable tips and tools to improve programs across our country at different, you know, orthopedic departments. And so Last year, a fair amount of time was based on introductions, and I think this year is going to be more focused on, again, getting to the 
getting to some meat and some action items, which I know we all will appreciate. So that's one thing that's coming back. As always, there will be a number of networking opportunities and social events, and we all look forward to those. There's a couple of new things which I'd like to highlight. First, over the years, there have been various ways for department chairs or people who are interested in becoming a department chair to get together. This year, we're having two special forums, which one will be for vice chairs and the other will be for department chairs. They will be simultaneous in different rooms. And the idea is going to be to get a group of vice chairs together to talk about different specific issues that are happening, but also hopefully to create an ongoing conversation, not just for the annual meeting, but perhaps during the year itself. And whether we keep all vice chairs together or subdivide into different types of vice chairs remains to be seen. Likewise, we believe there's opportunities for department chairs to network more closely. And there are many issues that arise again and again across the country at different departments. And I think we can all learn from one another. So I'm super excited about both of those forums so that we can talk together and really be in the same room and learn from one another. And then the other newish thing is we will have e-posters as we always have, but a couple of changes. First of all, there are no clinical e-posters this year. They're all about academics or education or leadership. And while that is a change, I think it's a change for the better. So the posters that are going to be shared are only that limited number of posters that fit into this category. And then we, we are going to try something new, which hopefully works. We are going to choose a handful of the best submitted posters, and we're going to have those presented on Friday afternoon in a special session to be moderated by the carousel presidents. So I'm looking forward to that. I think it's a little extra incentive to submit posters in future years. And again, it'll be nice to have both the electronic poster display, but also the potential for a podium presentation for the best of the best. That's a really cool new initiative. And I think one of the, you know, one of the questions sometimes we have when we're not doing that clinical research is where do we present this data or where do we present these findings? Because they are very important and they are sometimes, you know, even more relevant to our day-to-day lives than some of the clinical stuff, not trying to belittle that, but, you know, some of these issues that we face with education, with DEI, with leadership, you know, and having a form for that's really cool. How did that kind of come about and how'd you convince the carousel presidents to take time out of their uh, already crazy busy schedule to moderate a poster session? I'm not sure if they know yet. So if any of them are <laughs> listening, <laughs> don't, don't get frustrated with us. I'm going to leave that one to Wayne, but uh, I, I think it's a, it's a limited ask. We want to get them involved because they bring so much to the table. So I think it's going to be fun for everybody. Let's maybe highlight some of the other kind of offshoot parts of the meeting. So you know, the RLF and the OLF are, are big highlights, especially for some of our younger members to kind of get initiated in and get a taste of what the annual meeting is earlier in the week as as the kind of meet of the program is later. Well, let's maybe touch on some highlights of the RLF and ELF, uh, who's running them and kind of what we can look forward to. Yeah, perfect. I, I will share information on both of those programs. I'd love for you to comment briefly on CORD because I know you were tied in yeah. distinctly with that. So Julie Samora from Nationwide Children's is uh, running the Resident Leadership Forum. And that is going to be actually for the first time ever, it's going to start on Monday, June 12th, and it will be Monday afternoon, all day Tuesday and all day Wednesday. So remarkable learning uh, opportunity there for our residents. 
And then the ELF is going to be run by Charles Nelson. And as usual, that will be on Tuesday and Wednesday. So that really gets the week started with a bang and uh, great programming before we jump into, I guess, the heart of the meeting, which is really Thursday and Friday with some additional programming on Saturday. Talk to us a little bit about CORD, please. Yeah, so CORD uh, kind of towards the end of the week in Mel Harrington from Baylor is going to be running it. Really excited about the programming. It's always relevant to issues that uh, residency program directors are facing. And you know, one of the things about CORD that's uh, that's kind of not known is you don't have to be in residency leadership to actually attend as long as your institution is part of CORD. You can come and learn about the issues that we are facing within education uh, really great opportunity for people interested in kind of the changes and the challenges that we're having within resident education. We've really focused on a lot of things, especially with assessments changing and kind of the ever-evolving need for holistic review. So really excited to see the uh, the program that Mel's put together. And it's a great, uh, great time again, kind of like you said, with chairs, vice chairs, with those forums, getting program directors together is also we run into the same issues <laughs> despite uh you know where we are and it's really great to kind of be able to to meet up with some very close friends and sort of see the issues that we're all handling that's fantastic it does sound like a great program and just being in the room together i know will be a uh, really an educational and enjoyable experience before we get to the symposium you mentioned some of the social events you know one of the i think one of the highlights and one of the emphasis that's been put on the annual meeting has been trying to increase networking with some of these forums and maybe some more informal uh, networking. Any exciting social things going on in Salt Lake City that our uh, our attendees can look forward to? Absolutely. So, you know, beginning on um, Thursday morning, there will be coffee and conversations, which is a holdover from years past. It's a way to, from years past, it's a way to get together and, and just talk and catch up with people, friends, and hopefully new friends. That will be opposite of the diversity forum on Thursday morning. There are opportunities during lunch for both lunch and learn, and again, more conversations. And then there's a social event on Thursday evening, which we are still finalizing. That will be excellent. On Friday, the day will also start with coffee and conversations. Again, a lunch and learn after the presidential guest speaker and one of the symposium. And there will be receptions and uh, for some uh, presidential dinner on uh, Friday night. And then, as you mentioned, Saturday has additional programming, including CORD and APEX programming as well. So it's a full week, and uh, we do want to and always take time to prioritize the conversations and the, the the meeting new people, and that will remain a big part of this year's program. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It's one of the uh, one of those meetings that I have circled uh, always on the calendar ever since I was in the RLF several years ago. I won't give away my age too much because it's becoming longer and longer that I was there. Let's focus and let's talk about these symposia because I think these are always the really the core, the meat of the program and, and really the highlights that a lot of us kind of go to. And and I think, you know, for people that are wondering, should I not or should I come to the AOA? These are really the things that that kind of convince people to come. And again, it's really focusing on things that are relevant, I think, to all orthopedic surgeons, you know, kind of regardless of stage and career as well as kind of regardless of institution and where they're practicing. So let's start with Symposium 1. That's Thursday morning at 8 a.m., the changing environment and dynamic of healthcare, being moderated by Dr. Doug Lundy, who, former guest of the podcast, by the way. Absolutely. So Doug has done a great job putting together a great group of panelists. And this is a 60-minute symposium, which uh, some will be 60, some will be 90. 
I would highlight that all of them are saving time for conversation because, again, that's part of what makes this meeting special. It's not a huge meeting. There are opportunities to discuss and share. And so this this um, symposium is attempting to look at future state of our healthcare delivery process. And Doug is a really good person to lead this, uh, given his vast experience. He's been in academics. He's been in a massive private group. And so the you know forward-looking evaluation of what's next will be really insightful for all of us. Even for those of us who haven't experienced some of these changes, the uh, highlights will affect all of us. So, so I can't wait for that one. Yeah, that, that's always a great way to kick off. And, and looking at the list of potential panelists, really going to have a lot of great opinions and uh, great perspectives. Uh, Symposium 2, kind of quickly following that, is going to be The Disruptive Physician, Bad Apple or Toxic Tree. That, that title's already got me interested. And Dr. Latanza, chair from Yale, will be uh, heading that uh, symposium. Yeah, again, this this is one of those topics that every chair is familiar with and um, spends a lot of time addressing. So I think we will all learn from this symposium. It's a great lineup of speakers that, um, they're, they, you know, Lisa is obviously an orthopedic surgeon. Val Lewis is an orthopedic surgeon. The others are not. And so uh, we'll have an opportunity to learn from an organizational psychologist and executive coach about, you know, how bad behavior presents, why it comes up and what we can do to mitigate those behaviors. So it's not the, it doesn't initially come across to me, at least as the most exciting of topics, but I can think of no topic more germane to our everyday lives. Yeah, really, really excited about that. And then kind of rounding out the afternoon, Dr. Keith Kinter will be leading a symposium on providing equitable care. Certainly a topic that is uh, very relevant, especially in orthopedics, given the last couple of years with the pandemic, you know, uh, healthcare delivery, as you mentioned with topic symposium one is going to be something that we talk about and how to provide equitable care is certainly something that we're all facing as a challenge in, in orthopedic surgery practices. Yeah, Keith is Keith has really done a great job conceptualizing and putting together this topic. We all hopefully are looking for ways to provide the most equitable care for our communities that we can. There are different challenges which are local, but there are some themes that cross all of our lives. And so Keith's topic is really interesting, germane, and hopefully will educate us all on different ways to to do just that, provide the best equitable care, but also with a touch of reality. We need to talk about how to how to maintain the balance sheet in face of providing equitable care. So it's both practical and hopefully aspirational. Yeah, it's definitely a, a challenging and, and difficult conversation that I think a lot of us have, as you said, day to day is just how to how to maintain all that in the in the face of kind of harsh realities that we sometimes have to face. So uh, looking forward to that. That kind of rounds out Thursday. And then we have the uh, fun social event TBD that will be uh, fantastic. Looking forward to that. Friday morning, you know, after the uh, kind of coffee conversations, I think Friday morning is when you said the vice chair and the chair forums will be. So I'll see you there. We're going to start again with kind of uh, you want to be a department leader. This is something that I think a lot of people sort of say they want, but then how do you get there and how how does that kind of shape itself? Uh, and Dr. Lieberman is going to be leading that symposium. Yeah, Jay and I have had a lot of conversation about this particular topic. He has an all-star lineup of speakers, and this will be an hour and a half. There's a lot, lot to cover. He's focusing a little bit on department status and health system status and how to work with your health system, how to manage the economics and quote-unquote increase your slice of the pie. 
He is going to touch on faculty recruitment, and more and more we all realize that recruitment is part one and retention is part two. So he's going to hit both of those topics. And then finally, he's going to touch on the tripartite mission, education and research in the era of fiscal constraint. So Jay's done a lot of uh, thinking about how to best present this topic. It's going to be fantastic, and I really look forward to learning. Yeah, this is, I think, for especially you know younger members coming in, this is something that I think is is going to be great just because, you know, as you're navigating some of these uh, new fields and and trying to develop your own brand and you develop yourself as a leader, uh, sometimes there's, there's not a lot of kind of great toolkits to get you there. And it's almost kind of, how do you go there? It's a little bit of trial and error. So this is going to be really great. And uh, seeing the lineup of people that Jay's put together, really excited to see that. The next topic is a little bit of a tough one for us to discuss, but I think really important. Dr. Fick and Dr. Miller are going to be talking about gun violence as a public health crisis. Clearly an issue probably unique to Americans, but something that we're dealing with, you know, daily and an important thing to bring up, you know, is this truly a public health crisis? We've seen this come across with some of our general surgery trauma colleagues as something they're trying to promote, uh, maybe touch on why we think this is such an important thing for us as orthopedic surgeons to start talking about. Yeah, the genesis of this one really took hold at last year's meeting with a lot of discussion around Preston Phillips and his senseless murder. And there was a lot of excitement around this topic. Unfortunately, we all knew last year that this problem would not be solved this year. And so the same issues remain, the same incredible number of mass shootings in our country, which happen every single day still happen. And, you know, there is a role for us as as orthopedic surgeons in understanding the impact and understanding, you know, gun violence, which affects us on a daily basis, especially at the large urban centers, but affects all of us every single day. So Jim, again, is, is a leader in this area, and Miller has a great deal of knowledge. So this one's going to be a good one, and, and we'll be in close proximity to our presidential guest speaker, which, you know, is nice a nice synergy. Yeah, definitely looking forward to that and glad that we're able to kind of hold that conversation and, and, um, and maybe honor Dr. Phillips uh, in terms of trying to change the change the way that we, we kind of deal with this this topic. Following that will be the culture of safety across all professional endeavors. Dr. David Ring uh, from UT uh, Texas uh, in Austin is going to be leading that and looks like, again, a really nice kind of diverse panel of, of topics and kind of encompassing what does culture of safety mean in, in various domains. Yeah, David's a, a long-term friend. He's a hand surgeon. He used to be in Boston. Now he's in Austin. Haven't really said it that way before. But he's really insightful, both about you know human error, which is just part of who we are, and, and uh, he's addressed that personally from uh, medical errors. And I think this topic is looking beyond, in some ways, the simplistic, and looking to other activities that orthopedic surgeons engage in, whether that be business or legal or policy or other oversights, and how can we best create a culture of safety, both in the operating room and in our professional you know, orthopedic surgeon lives, but in all those activities tangential to what we do every single day. So it's a really, it's a good, a good panel of thoughtful speakers who will address this. And, and it's a little different sort of topic compared to our others. But again, what a wonderful way to learn, what great people to learn from. And I think one of the cool things about this is it it may kind of break down some misconceptions about what that actually means. You know, I think safety culture sometimes gets assigned to a, you know, maybe not really what it's trying to trying to uh, really portray. And I, and I think this, uh, just reading through the summary is really going to help us understand really what that means, how to implement it, 
and how to make patients or trainees or colleagues all feel like they're in that in that culture. So really, really looking forward to that. And kudos to you for putting something like that on the on the uh, schedule. And then rounding this out Saturday morning, if you haven't had enough, you get to come back on Saturday morning for the final symposium. And this is actually, uh, I think, what the AOA is, is sort of about in promoting leadership development amongst orthopedic faculty. It's really the core thing that drives a lot of what we do in the AOA. Dr. Mary McClahey from Tulane, who is uh, an up-and-coming leader. She's been on the podcast twice. I think she's the only two-time guest on the podcast. So, you know, great person to have this, maybe touching kind of the final symposium for the meeting. Yes, Mary brings a lot to the table. And uh, this promotion of leadership development is really critical to who we are as the AOA. And so this is on Saturday morning on purpose before some of the Saturday activities, including Apex and Cord. And the hour-long symposium is going to hit on a lot of really important topics, including the skills that are necessary to be an effective leader and the pathways to accomplish your goals. So once again, Mary's put together a thoughtful and really strong panel of participants, and it's, it's going to be great. That rounds it out. So that's a that's a full week meeting that you, you've got kind of to, to take care of. That's a no small task. Maybe, you know, you've got all these things, you know, trying to take time away is, is always a challenge. Give us sort of your, you know, 20 second elevator pitch about why people should circle this meeting and come to it and make sure they're in Salt Lake City this June. You know, burnout is the word we all hear or the expression we all hear. And uh, in my mind, one of the best ways to fight burnout is to engage in learning activities with friends in a different environment from your day to day. So what better than Salt Lake City in June, great group of friends and leaders who are going through what you're going through, and then put aside your day to day and really engage in these topics. What could be better? It'll be fantastic. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. The Chuck Goldfarb guarantee that's about as good as it gets. So, um, Chuck, this has been awesome. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the meeting. And as you said, I think one of the cool parts about the AOA, yeah, you know, for me is being able to engage with people maybe that I don't see all the time. Cord with my experience with Apex and being able to see people from different subspecialties, uh, really, really close group of friends that I've developed from the AOA. So I couldn't have said it better. As a reminder, the annual meeting starts Monday, June 12th with the beginning of the RLF through Saturday, June 17th at Salt Lake City at the Grand America Hotel. You can go to the website for information about it. Chuck, I can't wait for the meeting. Really looking forward to seeing what you do. And hopefully uh, hopefully you'll be able to go through all of it and uh, not have anything go not according to plan. I have faith in the AOA staff. What a great team who is behind the success, the early preliminary success of this meeting. So thanks. It's fun to talk about and I it'll be more fun to be there. Have a good night. Thanks.